0: You are listening to Salty Believer Unscripted.
1: This is Salty Believer Unscripted. I'm Brian Katherman. And this is a podcast about ministry and the Christian life. Well, I am excited to have my friend back. And you've been on the program before, Jonathan. You've I got have. Jonathan, how? A, re-
0: a return engagement.
1: Oh, re- You came back. It must have been an okay experience before. You came back. Jonathan is the vice president of communication for the Southern Baptist Convention Executive Committee. Did I get that right? That's right. He doesn't need it. I got that right. Okay. And he is the host of, uh, SBC weekly. He does that with Amy Whitfield. No, did I get that wrong? What's it called?
0: SBC this week.
1: The, oh, SBC this week. And he does he that with the hard Amy. one.
0: Right. And the easy one wrong.
1: I know. Right. And, I, and that's pretty right. easy. Cause it just comes up in the podcast, but I just hit play when it comes up. Right. So, yep. uh, he does that with Amy Whitfield. And uh, you've been doing that for quite a while, right?
0: Yes. Uh, next month, so we're recording this in, in in April, but in May, like the end of May of twenty twenty two, will be seven years. Really? Of that podcast, which is well, crazy. We're like pod- at a, like episode three hundred seventy five. The podcast like
1: we- you're on uh, has been going for almost twelve years.
0: Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, I just Good thought I'd you, throw man. that out there. How about uh, that?
1: But it's not as popular or as cool. So, yeah, well, or whatever. And we don't have Amy Whitfield.
0: Nope. That's why that's That's the secret to the success there.
1: That's the secret sauce of the whole thing, right? She is. Well, here's what I want to do. So Jonathan, you are highly connected to the inner workings of the Southern Baptist convention on so many levels and you know so much more about it than the rest of us that are just out there trying to make sense (laughs) of it. So my hope is that we could talk a little bit about some of the things Uh, we're seeing in the news. Now, I don't want to talk about the specific dynamics, but more so the processes of what's going on. And and right now, what we're seeing fairly often and has been kind of a a hot topic for discussion among Southern Baptists, at least, is the nominations for the president of the Southern Baptist Convention. And part of that is because the current president has said he was not going to run for a second term. And uh, the other part of that is there's been kind of some unique things that have played out in this, of so people either involved or not involved, or people nominating other people. I mean, like, I'm just going to throw, like, the Vody Bauckham thing was sort of a big newsworthy thing for people who are not accustomed to typical SBC news. And then just watching how the whole thing is playing out. Not to mention, there are a few other positions in the SBC that are, that are needing to be filled, and I think some of that is causing some confusion just among those who don't follow this very closely. So for yeah. you, Jonathan, you're in this every day. This is just this is all, all old hat. It just
0: lucky me, naturally. right?
1: You probably you probably know all the constitutional numbers, like, oh well, according to article, yeah. whatever, dot whatever. Yeah. The rest of us don't. So I thought it would just be helpful to walk through this a little bit. And maybe the easiest way to do that is just to start with what is the authority and the responsibility of the SBC, as a qualifier, I'm going to say the convention president. So I'm not sure if yeah. that's actually the title, but to qualify, no, That's, the, that's the right thing.
0: The SBC, Southern Baptist Convention President. Okay. And perfect. so, you know, th- that's an annual election. Everybody talks about, you know, well, it's a two years. It's like, no, it's a one-year thing. You're eligible to serve two consecutive terms. So, uh, for example, just let's, you know, kicks and giggles here. Brian Catherman gets nominated for the SBC presidency, serves one year, and decides, you know what, I want to do another year serves a second year he can't serve anymore
1: it's already a miracle that he was able to serve a second year in this yeah
0: (laughs) well he can't have a third he can't have a third term and and let's just be clear these are terms not exactly years because a couple years ago we had an sbc annual meeting canceled therefore the term was extended until the next sbc annual meeting so everybody likes to say yes so it's it's from meeting to meeting so if a meeting gets canceled you can't do the work of the convention and elect a new president Therefore, they carry that on until the next meeting of the convention. So in 2020, when we were canceled, J.D. Greer, his term was two years for his second term. So his, his first year was one year from 19 to, or from he was elected in 18 to 19 and then was elected again from 19 until 21. That was the, the length of his second term was two years.
1: OK, so let me I have a question about that. But first, just for clarity's sake, for those who might not be super familiar with the SPC, uh, the Southern Baptist Convention technically only is in existence and meets during that annual year. meeting when the messengers have all gathered and then they have numerous entities and people involved. To that's do correct. Work, what the messengers have said. So just for those who are thinking, okay, what meeting are we talking about? That meeting. Yeah, that's and, the uh, meeting. Yeah. This year it's going to be in Southern California. And the, these are the things you see in the news It's in June. Uh, but okay. So let me ask you this question. If for some reason, J.D.'s first term Would have been that two-year long term? Would he still been eligible for a second term?
0: He would have, because he was only only served one term.
1: So the term—it's not years; it's meeting.
0: The term just happens to be a year, typically. Typically, yeah. So it's from meeting to meeting. So there was
1: a there was a Southern Baptist Convention meeting canceled during World War II, right?
0: That's correct. Nineteen forty-five, I believe, was the last time it it does
1: happen, but but we don't want to see that happen again in our lifetime. Let's
0: not make a habit of that, please.
1: No. Okay. So. Uh, so the convention convention president's term is from one year or from meeting to meeting, typically a year. What's his responsibilities and his authority? Or her? So I guess three, it could be Her right?
0: Yeah, three main responsibilities of the SBC president. The first and foremost is to conduct the meeting. He's the moderator of the meeting. So you know you have a church business meeting. Whoever your church moderator, usually it's the pastor, executive pastor, chairman of the deacons or elders, whatever. Whoever that's determined in your bylaws and constitution is that moderator that's the SPC president for the SPC annual meeting. So, okay, so that's, that's first and foremost. For number one. Yeah, that's number okay. one. So he's in charge of moderating the meeting. He's the guy with the gavel. Okay, but he
1: doesn't have, okay, just, he doesn't have, he can, he can assign that to a second vice yeah, president. He can, vice yeah, president.
0: sometimes the first vice president, second vice president, they'll, you know, hey, the, for the remainder of this session, they're going to preside over the meeting. But he has the, the authority to delegate party. that. Gotcha, yeah. okay. All cool. right, so that's number one. Number two. He is tasked with nominations and, and that's the big thing. And that that's kind of the quote unquote power of the position because you get to set the direction of who's nominated for specific positions across the convention. The big one is the committee on committees. Yes, we're Baptist. We have a committee on committees. Hey, and, I'm going
1: to speak into that for just a minute. Yes. I'm on that you served on that
0: baby. I'm Vice. on it
1: again. I'm on it right now. Return uh, engagement again. Uh, Here's the thing that people they joke and they laugh. Oh, we're Baptists. We have a committee to set committees, but that's actually a really, really cool thing because it creates a stopgap from the president, for example, being able to put some people in place, and then they nominate tons of different roles—trustees on the seminary boards, yes. IMB. Like they're, they're filling uh-huh. a lot of positions, but the committee on committee is picking the people that are on the next committee to fill those positions. So it creates yes. kind of a, a kind of a two-year rhythm. That keeps mm-hmm. from just having the good old boy system. So when people are yes, when people are bagging on that, I'm like, no, that's a process.
0: Yes, it's it's a really good kind of uh, uh, you call it a stopgap. That's that's a pretty good description. It's also kind of a checks and balances thing, yeah. Where the president doesn't have direct involvement, direct insight or oversight into. Okay, things. so imagine that that's but how we. There is a it. there's kind of a middle ground. Let's say we have the job of appointing
1: judges this way, right? So instead of the president saying, I'm going to appoint this judge, the president in this illustration would appoint the people who then would create the names of the people who they would appoint as the judge. It's just a, it's a really, it's a smart kind of way to do that. I mean, now judge is a little different, but basically.
0: Yeah. Well, it it keeps the president from basically ruling by fiat. Yeah. I mean, he, he can't just say this, you know, so shall it be, so shall it be done. Uh, You know, in, 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 that, that allows more convention involvement. It also provides for a very deliberate process. I think if if the Southern Baptist convention processes or anything, they are deliberate and they, they are slow. And that's for a reason because whenever you've got 14 million people, 45,000 or 47,500 churches, you, you don't need, you know, quick reactive moves. I mean, it's a big organism. Right. And you, you don't need to do big shifts. Imagine if if every time a new president came in, the entire structure of the convention changed. And every two years we're doing this, we'd never have any kind of consistency to be able to, to be on mission together, which is the original intent of the convention is to for the propagation of the gospel globally. And that that's why we cooperate. And these stopgaps, these these deliberate systems keep us from kind of jerking around too much. They keep the, the, the wheel straight, you know, yeah. uh, you're, not, you not swerving all over the road with what we're doing.
1: Well, so he, so, so the president who's elected for one term, nominates yeah. the people for that committee yeah. and then nominates some other people as well. Right. That, that's yeah, the, the
0: people to help group. out is with registration, the tellers and also the committee on resolutions. So, you know, those, those are kind of the four big groups that the president nominates. They nominate the committee on committees, the committee on resolutions, which brings the kind of official statements of the convention, but also non-binding statements. Kind of the uh, statements
1: of the meeting. Yeah, it
0: it's basically says, hey, these are the things that are important to Southern Baptists this year. Uh, and so they they provide the resolutions. And then also the tellers, you know, they, they kind of appoint people to help out with the workings of the convention at the convention, people to count counting. the ballots, people to help people register, tellers and oh, So what and people registration. need to know
1: is, though, that the president, the convention president, isn't, selecting the next uh, ERLC president no. or, he's not doing it. No. He's not doing any of that. He doesn't have that no. sort of authority.
0: No, doesn't have that authority. Now uh, that's, that's the second thing is the, the, the nominations that we talked about. The third thing now, this is where it is in, important because he's also involved in the workings of the boards and commissions and seminaries. Um, well, not the commission, not the ERLC, but the president does serve on the board in his role as an EC member as well as a member of Lifeway, NAM, IMB, Guidestone, the four boards of the convention, uh, the, the Light, Lifeway and Guidestone, formerly known as the Baptist Sunday School Board and the Annuity Board. So that's why they're called boards. And then North American Mission Board, International Mission Board. And then also as a, a member of the Seminary Trustees. Uh, he's also on those. So um, kind of
1: an ex facto type role. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. And then, okay. So he, he, uh, um, Appoints the committees and sits on those boards. Uh, what else does he do? You said there was three things?
0: That was the third thing. Oh, that's the third points thing. Appoints committees, presides boards. over the meetings, sits on the boards.
1: And sits on the boards. And then, so, okay, so here's, a, here's the real And question. we're saying he. It, it doesn't have
0: to be a he. I just, I just want to make that clear. In our polity, it's more than likely going to be a he. Let's just be honest. But it isn't just a he. Just be clear.
1: And people sometimes are asking, I mean, sometimes you see him or it could be her traveling around speaking yes now, now okay so in the in my state convention utah idaho uh southern baptist convention when i ran when i was a president i just to say when i ran into the president i didn't run i just got sort of stuck there but when i was the president uh and the current president will set the vision for the meeting and set yeah. the theme so he does that too right that's yep
0: same thing yeah that's part of running presiding of the meeting
1: okay okay cool now uh that being said People are going to hear the term president in the Southern Baptist world in a lot of other areas too. And I mentioned—well,
0: you just mentioned it. You know, yeah, I did. Every state convention has a president. Yes, which does basically the same thing. Kind of, I mean, it's different in each state, depending on the you know constitution, whether you sit on the different committees or boards of the the state. Um, But so every state has that, and it differs from state to state, like we said. But then every entity, national entity, has a president as well. So I work at the executive committee, which is the fiduciary entity of the convention. Uh, you mentioned the ERLC a minute ago. We mentioned the, the boards, the seminaries. They all have a president uh, who is basically the day-to-day operations director for that organization. So the CEO of that entity, they direct the day-to-day operations of that entity. So when I work for the president of Lifeway at Lifeway, I mean, Dr. Rayner ran the, uh, that's Tom Rainer. Uh, he ran the day-to-day operations of that entity. Um, okay. And now I work over at the executive committee. We are president-less. Um, and, you know, that, that's but I you think know, that, one of those things. That tends to be right where now. the
1: biggest confusion lies is the EC president, executive
0: committee mm-hmm. president. Yes.
1: Uh, is working kind of in a full-time, not kind of, but very much a full-time capacity. Oh,
0: very much it's so. Very
1: visual. So people see that person. Yes. And, and that person's responsibility, however, is very different than the convention yeah. president. They're working with the executive committee with responsibilities. That's and correct. not overseeing the International Mission Board. No. So I think that's well, no,
0: Nobody inter- oversees the International Mission Board except the president of the International Mission Board. Right. So I think that's so, where people sometimes
1: yeah. start to get really confused. They think there's just this absolute top down from nope. you know, one person. It's actually from lots of different, uh, various people with different responsibilities. Yes. Uh, which is fantastic. Uh, okay, let's go to this before we run out of time. So we're watching in the news, people are suddenly going, hey, so and so is going to nominate so and so to be the president. And this is their intention. And then we read in the Baptist press that this person's gonna... Uh, yeah, thanks for reading, by that. the way. What was that? Thanks for reading. Oh, yeah. So this person's gonna do, you know, and so then all of a sudden, we have people making these announcements. What is the actual process for being nominated for the Southern Baptist Convention Presidency?
0: So, for any of the offices, really, at the annual meeting, they say, you know, there's an announcement that coming up, you know, shortly, we will have nominations for enter the office president, vice president, second vice president, recording registration secretary, those five offices that we elect. So, they announced, you know, if you have a nomination, please report to the side of the stage to nominate your person. So, the, the nominations
1: meeting, during the a- actual meeting. Yeah,
0: during the actual meeting. So, like, you know, it's scheduled for one forty-five, so like one fifteen, they'll say that. You know, so you go on backstage. So you show up, you zip around there, and then at one forty-five, whenever it says nominations are open, they'll they'll go up there and say nominations for the office of president of the Southern Baptist Convention are now open, and they've okay. drawn straws and whoever it is, and they walk up there, and then they officially place Brian Catherine the official part. into nomination.
1: What we're seeing in the news is just the intention of what could yes. be.
0: The people are announcing their intent to nominate, you know, in this case, where the hypothetical you were using, Brian Catherine. So I would say, Let's I would send something the to Baptist Press or
1: what. <laughs> Let's change the <laughs> hypothetical now for the sake of this particular hypothetical and say, what if I wanted to just nominate? What if I made it known that I had any intention of nominating Josiah Walker to be the uh, Oh, Josiah. Uh, right. Lucky him. He's not here. So he gets to play this game with us. Um, how does, that, what do I, do? I mean, how is that ending up in the Baptist press or how are people being, I mean, typically
0: it, they just, they text known? me or they call me or they email me
1: because they want it known.
0: Yeah. Cause if they want to make happen. it known that I have the intent to do this because it helps obviously whoever it is. You know, if you really want Josiah to be the president, you need to let people know you're going to nominate Josiah for president. Yeah,
1: Cause there's a Cause if you just
0: show now, up in Anaheim and you're like, Hey, I'm nominating Josiah. And everybody goes, the Gersha guy. Who's that and guy? You, yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> Well, so even right now, there's a church in Texas that's like bringing three of these prospective nominees in to have a discussion. I guess. I yeah. mean, so obviously, this is a, a pretty this is a pretty big yeah. deal. But so, I mean, you saying-
0: want people to nominate, and and I'll say this, you know, I I like the fact that we're getting that people know. I'm all about informing people of who's going to be running for what. That's a good thing. I think it's good for us to know and to be able to do research and and to to know who the candidates are before you show up in Anaheim. I think the the worst. Possible thing would be, we all show up in Anaheim. Nobody knows what's going to happen.
1: Well, so and then all of
0: a sudden, Brian Katherman goes up there and says, "Hey, nominating Josiah." Everyone
1: like, goes, "Who the heck is this guy?"
0: Who? You know, <laughs> we haven't had time to to vet him, to check him, to you know, to know anything about it.
1: Well, in Nashville. Um, so it's I good. Didn't know, I didn't know all the
0: people in Nashville. I had exactly. Never, I had never. Well, sometimes you them. get somebody that just walks up there and says, "Hey." I mean, I remember that a few years ago. I was like, "What? Who? Who? What? Who's that?" Yeah. We the have another nominee. So, oh, yeah, to- totally. I mean, that that's what I, I talked. Me and Amy joke about this on the podcast the other day. If you wanted to filibuster the Southern Baptist Convention enemy,
1: why are you telling people how to do this?
0: <laughs> just telling you, just this is <laughs> this is the only place. Here's the only thing. There is no limit. There is no uh, like you can't have more than X number of candidates. If you wanted to just absolutely train wreck everything, this it's the one week spot. Like, you know, it's like Goliath with the spot, you know, on his head that you're the one spot like, to keep killing.
1: I get all my friends. Yeah, we each just pick somebody and we just keep taking, we just keep going up there nominating. Yes. Oh goodness. It would it, I mean you, you could
0: this? you could nominate and it's three minutes. You get three minutes. If this so happens, every one of those. everyone's gonna blame you. <laughs> yes. And I will, I will sit over there on one hand, hate it, and on the other hand, absolutely love it, because that's the great thing about the the, the the polity, is that the messengers are in control. And if the messengers decide, at some point, I guess somebody could go up to a microphone and say, I've moved that we close nominations for this, and then right. they could do that. And then if um, the
1: vote, there's a whole process for that. Yes, then you have to vote um, and everything and like could that. Say, no, 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 we're not going to vote no. for that. We're going to keep taking them.
0: <laughs> yes. So, I mean, the- it's... It's entirely awesome. possible that could happen, but oh my goodness, that would be such a mess.
1: There are people and, now scheming on how to make that yeah, happen.
0: It would be bad, but it would be hilarious at the same time. I, I think it would be totally bad because, I mean, it would totally mess up the schedule. And, you know, these things, there's a It'd lot of business to do with this. It would
1: be a, nightmare for, be a yeah. nightmare for the vote.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, just think about it. You have 10 spots on your vote, on your voting uh, ballot. And I, I don't know what would happen. Like, I, I'd, I I, don't yeah, know what would happen if we had more than 10 announced you just candidates made it so there's because going be
1: 15 nominees because everybody from California is going to go nominate their pastor. Well,
0: it'll be interesting to see if that happens. it will just You're be right a right. parliamentary. Uh, after about six, I'm going to be looking over to somebody saying, "Hey, make a motion to shut it off because <laughs> we're going to run out of space on the on the ballot." They're going to
1: nope. Jonathan House said on the podcast, "This is what we should do." No, I'm
0: I'm just saying like that. That is, <laughs> it's open until it's closed. Wow. So you can nominate. We could have 20 candidates for whatever. I don't think that's wise. I think everybody would agree that that's not a good thing. And it would be, it would kind of make a mockery of our system. It'd be Um, difficult
1: to figure out anyway. Yes.
0: Because, I mean, think about it. By about the fourth or fifth, you're going, who, who am I? I don't remember which one to vote for. What are we doing? And you'd be trying to lose, you'd be catching, uh, it'd just be an absolute mess. But
1: Okay. Well, Jonathan, we're pretty much out of time, but I have one more question. (laughs) I really want to, so this has been the one that's, I think, got most people's attention, especially those who are not involved with the Southern Baptist Convention. Yes. And so we haven't been mentioning names, and I appreciate that. We're trying to keep this a little more timeless on process. But yes. I do have to mention this name because it kind of stirred this up, and that's Vodi Bakum. So mm-hmm. a lot of people know Vodi Bauckham. They may or may not know his background. They may or may not know that he was SBC at one time, but now he's yeah. working in a seminary you know on the yes. African continent and he's not at the SBC church and that sort of thing but he mm-hmm. was nominated for the pastors conference president or again it was the we intend to nominate yes for there the you pastors go. conference president and so that got a lot of people That's great. talking about it so first of all before we even go to how that all plays out uh the difference between the pastors conference president and any of these other presidents tell us just give us an no Okay so the, so,
0: the so the pastors conference is a little bit of a unique thing because it is not an official organization. It has no bylaws. It has no constitution. It has no, no rules. It's, it's kind of like Outback back in the day. No rules, just right. And I, I mean, that's, that's the weird thing about it is that there are no rules. There are no, um, there, you know, there's no, uh, you know, whenever we have other things in the SBC, like if you want to be a trustee for something or like you, you're on the committee on committees, there are rules to who can be on the committee on committees. You have to be a member of a church and good standing. You've got to be, you know, in the convention or wherever you oh, are, the geographic location oh, yeah. for three years. you got all these other things. You can't, your wife can't be on something. You can't have served here or there. You can't be on another thing. Like there's, there's all these ram- ram- or parameters on service. For the pastor's conference, there's nothing. It's just anybody. How? Um, so okay. the, the question this year is,
1: wait a second. You know,
0: what, what are the rules? Back,
1: okay. Yeah, that is the question. Because what are the rules? Back this up a little bit. So what you're tell, how, what's kind of the history of this? If there's no rules, was it just kind of a, we've always done this? Is that what's happened? Is yeah, what's,
0: it's, it's kind of just a passed on thing. And, you know, it's just a convention that's been organized before the annual meeting. Uh, it's usually Sunday night and Monday before the annual meeting because the annual meeting by conv- the actual Constitution can start on Tuesday morning. It says it in the thing. You can't start there yeah, the We have rules. No, we have rules for the that. Other stuff. There's no <laughs> rules on the other stuff. So um, so we have just it's been kind of like this passed down tradition thing. And it just kind of has organically evolved and organically been handed down. And the guys, uh, the pastors that have run it, uh, to my knowledge, we've never had a non-Southern Baptist who's been a president of the Southern Baptist Convention Pastors Conference. I mean, right. I, I think that goes with, probably without saying, but this year it, it seems like we may have a nominee. You know, there's an announced nominee or an intent to nominate. Uh, you mentioned Voting Bauch- I mean,
1: Who gets to vote and who gets to go? If there's not rules, how does that get determined?
0: That's the other thing. There's really no rules on who gets to vote. And there's no rules on like how they vote. Uh, I mean, they've done the voting differently in the past few years. Like some years they had hand ballots. And everybody filled them out, and you passed them in, and they counted them up, and they announced the winner.
1: That was determined um, by, this, by the by the convention or the conference president, though, correct? Yes. I mean, that's who yeah, we-
0: whoever the current president is determines how they do the the they thing. They kind of make the last worst. year. I mean, they had like four or five nominees for president last year of the pastors' conference, and again, it took like an hour to do the the um, the nominees, right. and the, the conference really got bogged down because of the the nominations because it took so long. Um, again, filibustering uh legally i guess but last year there was it wasn't a majority rule it was just a popular vote whoever won the popular vote he got the most and it was clear he won and that matt hensley won and matt was a pastor in new mexico at the time he's since moved on to a uh, be the social missions uh, strategist at collin county baptist association in the um or the collin baptist association it's collin county it's right outside of dallas northeast dallas so, um, so he's moved on to that, but I mean, he, he was Southern Baptist pastor when he was elected and to my knowledge, nobody who wasn't a Southern Baptist pastor has ever served as the president of the Southern Baptist pastors conference. So I, I'm not, and, and you know, it's possible that the, the conference rules can be set. I don't know how that works. I'm not involved in that. Um, that's right. up to president Hensley on that. Also he, that president has zero duties other than just putting on that. Just that conference. conference,
1: but, but yeah. he, he might, like i said it's kind of confusing but he might be able to set some parameters because i mean how do you even get in and who gets to come and what if space yeah. is, I mean, there's a lot of factors here that unfortunately yeah. something that probably didn't draw the kind of interest in some years past has probably going to draw a lot of interest this year
0: yeah possibly uh,
1: very so I, it, it just
0: you know you don't really know there are other nominees or announced candidates i guess right now uh, okay. daniel dickard is another one uh, right now. I think, and and here's another unique thing that they did this year. They announced basically, hey, we're not doing vice presidents and treasurers of the Pastors Conference and all that, or secretaries, whatever it may be. We're not doing that. We're just voting for the president and that's it. Because last year, I mean, again, we had about maybe nine, 10, 11 nominees total among pastor, for vice president, I mean, president, vice president, and treasurer or whatever. And it took, it took an hour. Which, and the, 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 the conference really got bogged down and behind schedule and it just threw everything off you
1: you shared you know this is kind of the this would be the funny filibuster piece but in our state convention it's similar who doesn't have rules it doesn't we they don't even have a budget line item right now in our convention for it like we just collect an offering for the pastors conference but the but it's actually watching the other guys who have done this it's just more work it's amazing like i don't (laughs) know why anybody like it looks like something you go. I'd like to attend, but I don't want to be responsible for it. It's like one of those yeah. kind of things. Yeah, yeah. You know.
0: It's nice to show up, but I'd hate to uh, hate to have you know have to run the the funding or anything like that. Because I mean, it's here's unchanging. the thing: the, I mean, the pastors' conference. I mean, y- you don't you're not just the president; you're the chief fundraising officer at yeah. that point. Because yeah. the total cost, and and Brian, you, you know, I'm glad you're sitting down for this. The total cost annually to put on just the pastors' conference. Of you know, all the meals, all the the catering, the uh, the production, everything, all this stuff. Cause you got all these volunteers and everything like that. Around four hundred thousand dollars.
1: Oh my goodness. And so my guess is you've already got the space reserved for the SBC annual meeting. That's yeah. Either you, I mean, so they're not even, oh my goodness, that's a lot. Okay.
0: Yeah, part of that four hundred is a hundred thousand to the EC to rent the space. So
1: rent the, yeah. For production
0: fair. and all that. So I mean, there's there's a big chunk there. that the EC gets of that. But I mean, that that is just to reimburse. And the actual cost for the EC and the production and everything to the EC is around two two and a quarter. So like the pastors' conference reimburses about half of it of okay. the actual cost to do it. And but then they have other costs of all the planning and everything, the you know production the you know, programs, everything. So it's a lot.
1: It's not cheap. So this year we've, we've heard that uh, there could potentially be 15 nominations for the Southern Baptist convention president. And there might be some, uh, some, some uh, fascinating events playing out in the pastor's conference. That's what we've heard.
0: (laughs) You just (laughs) never know. That's the thing. We don't know until we go to Anaheim. So come to Anaheim and find out.
1: OK, well, this has all been really helpful. If someone wants to learn more about the Southern Baptist Convention, I mean, I always recommend Amy's book. Uh, yes. S-B-
0: SBC FAQs.
1: FAQs. Yep. SBC FAQs. I think she's going to have to do an update on that.
0: Yeah, they're, they're actually doing an update right now. I just bought oh, a bunch of the old version, the original version. So version one, um, they, we've changed some stuff in the Constitution. stuff, So it needs an update. That'll be coming out, I think, later this year, first part of next year. So end of 22, beginning of 23. The current one's still fine. There's some, just some minor tweaks in the Constitution that well, have been Well, also like the appendices. But the, the balance stuff, of it's correct.
1: The appendices and stuff are going to need to be updated because there's a lot of history in it, too. So yeah. you know, they want to keep adding mm-hmm. new things. But that, yeah. if you know nothing about the SBC, that is my SBC go-to book. Yes. Just to understand how all this stuff works. And by the way, when the and new a, one comes out, yeah. put a little bug in Amy's ear. Let's get her on uh, let's yes. get her on Salty Believer unscripted and talk about her new book because I love yep. that
0: book. And then also listen to our podcast every week and that'll keep you up to date too.
1: You get well, you guys talk about a lot of the happenings and the news and how it plays out. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, the other thing is how much of this, like I mean, someone could go to go to the uh, SBC.net, right? Yeah, and it's there. And find constitution stuff and find info. Yeah. Uh, so it is out there, can be learned, right?
0: It can be learned.
1: All right, good. So uh, if somebody then, wanted to contact in you, know, touch with you it, uh-huh. they have questions if they if someone wants yeah. to get in touch with you or if maybe one of your bosses wants to call and scold you for setting up a filibuster for the presidency how do they get in touch with well, you? i don't
0: have a boss right now remember
1: i don't <laughs> have true. a president that's true i have an interim boss he's just an interim uh, how does someone get a hold of you and your role as the uh... vp of communication at the southern Bank? yeah
0: no problem uh i mean it's available at svc.net you just go to the the staff contact page and i'm right there but uh, j-h-o-w-e at sbc.net is my email address and um i respond to all my emails all 300,000 of them a day it seems but uh yeah it's just, so if you have questions or whatever you know feel free to hit us up on that and uh, we're glad to help out and uh always always happy to help out on twitter you know at jonathan underscore how on twitter and um happy to help out anytime
1: and you just want people to come find you the whole time at the annual meeting, right?
0: Absolutely, I'll be sitting up front in the uh, on the stage. Uh, I, there's a you the main stage for the annual meeting, and just to if you're sitting in the audience, just to the left of the main stage, uh, there's a, a staff stage basically where we all sit and do our work. Uh, and if you if you want to come by and say hey, be sure to do that. So
1: it looks like something on the side of a golf course, like a major golf tournament.
0: Yeah, like or, the media. You know, baseball stats are being kept over there. Yeah, or there you go. <laughs>
1: Well, thank you, Jonathan, for joining me in this. I think this has been no very problem. helpful. Uh, I greatly appreciate it, and uh, I want to encourage any of our listeners go check out SBC this week with Jonathan Howe and Amy Whitfield, and and uh, then go ahead and start making your plan. Oh man, we're out of time, but I got. There's an app for the conference yeah, this yeah. year.
0: Yeah, just just uh, download the SBC Annual Meeting app. Go to the app store if you got Google. You know, go to the Google Play Store. Go to the uh, Apple App Store if you have a, a real phone. Like. You know, an apple iphone um like you know like the normal people in the world uh go no, to the but even if you're store.
1: Not going to attend the meeting you can yeah. see all this it's live stream yeah you can get all
0: the stuff and information and if you're not going to attend and just want to follow along online if you download the Acts 2 app so that's the like the book in the bible Acts 2 if you download that app they will be live streaming the convention in that app so you can there's be a, a live link online but it's easier probably if you're just in your app or you got an it'll be on your roku your Apple Fire, uh, your Apple TV, your Amazon Fire TV, those kind of things. Anything you've got that has streaming apps, they've got it, uh, the Acts 2 app.
1: And then you can go check it out. Or you can go talk to your pastor if your church has not done this and say, I'm interested. And have your, your messenger, church
0: send you to Anaheim. Let's exactly.
1: go. Uh, you can work all that out. Hey, well, thanks, Jonathan. And for no problem, all those bud. who are listening, thank you. We'd love to hear from you. You can find more information at saltybeliever.com. If you have questions more about this, I would say direct them to me, but maybe direct them to Jonathan. So. <laughs> <laughs> that might be easier. Hey, man, thanks for, uh, thanks for this, and I think we'll probably see you in June, if not sooner.
0: Yeah, man. See you in Anaheim. All right,
1: take care. Thank you for listening. Find more information at saltybeliever.com.